Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Seven up, seven up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him. He's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garibaldi. This week, we sit down with former Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Lisa Vanderpump, who reflected on her final tumultuous season of Housewives, her new show Overserved, and gives us an update on Vanderpump Rules. Congratulations on the new show. I watched the first episode. It is so much fun. I absolutely love it. I mean, what made you want to do this? And what are some of the fun celebrities that you were going to invite into your home for guest parties? Oh my gosh, after nine months of being literally in solitary confinement with our restaurants closed, Max had gone to um, Idaho to work with autistic children because he didn't want to be, you know, confined in his apartment. So it was something he really wanted to do. So Pandora and Jason, my daughter Mm -hmm. and her husband, and I, Ken and I were kind of in isolation. She lives around the corner. Mm -hmm. And we were, I just didn't want it to be a depressing experience because it was depressing enough you know, with not knowing what was going on, having to shut down your entire business, mm-hmm. you know, all the staff on unemployment, everything, it was just like, it changed overnight. It's a year this week that we shut down. So I said to Ken, I really wanted to try and I didn't have anybody at home. I didn't have any help at home and it's a big house. So that was a full-time job. So I felt that I wanted to really try to maintain the standard and not look back and think, oh my God, you know. So I was literally cooking, cleaning, washing, like online shopping for food, Mm -hmm. you know, and trying to do, you know, as much as I could to, make it as pleasant experience, but it was a full-time job. And then they said to me, the producers that do Vanderpump Rules Mm -hmm. and do um, previously Housewives and Vanderpump Dog Rescue Show, if we gave you a camera, what would you do? So my friend, Alex Baskin, he said, you know, come on, think, what would you do? And I said, well, I've been cooking up a storm with Pandora, but making really beautiful Mm -hmm. things and really experimenting. And we love setting a table. And I've been a bit of a hoarder when it comes to entertaining and all different things Mm -hmm. that we've kind of accumulated over the years. And they said, well, let's make a show about it. Mm -hmm. They said, well, let's do a talk show. Who would be like your ideal guest? So this is the fun I've had on my podcast as well, I have to say, because it was just like, who do we want to meet? And, And I didn't want 
anything just to be about the life that I lived in with Bravo and with reality. I wanted to reach out to people, you know, from all walks of life, which you've seen on my podcast. So I thought, okay, who would I love to have as my first guest? So I thought, well, it's got to be Lance Bass because he's one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And his husband, when he gets drunk, <laughs> he is the funniest person ever. So I thought they are just fantastic. And then I've always really loved Vivica Fox, Vivica mm-hmm. A. Fox. And she's such a strong woman. She's such a glamorous woman. She's just, you know, she's somebody that I've always thought, wow, she is a goddess, you know. So we reached out to her and she's just like, yeah, I want to come. So she walked in, like, looking like, I mean, she didn't look like she'd come out of COVID. You saw her. She was like diamond suit and light blue long nails and a hair and makeup. And I was like, wow, I thought this is going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. So people came to play. They really did. I think they'd been locked up. The COVID restrictions were very, very tight. We had a COVID officer. We had to maintain six foot apart all time. We were tested a few days before the day of, you know, it was all very stringent rules. So we were safe because we hadn't seen anybody for nine months. Sure. And um, then it was just us cooking and, and really enjoying it and setting a table and making everything as beautiful as possible. We have minimal help. We had a little bit of help with flowers Mm -hmm. uh, or a lot of flowers were taken from our garden and we'd be Mm -hmm. arranging them. But we did it all ourselves. Everything was homegrown. We had nobody to help us clear away. And, you know, it was us just doing everything, running around. That's why a lot of it's on time lapse because I'm doing the table. Sure. <laughs> I'm doing it gone. And Pandora and I just get on so well. And we both love cooking and entertaining. And she's had a kind of cooking and entertaining blog, Very Vanderpump, for a long time. Mm-hmm. So we were looking at all the different recipes. And she's very creative. I mean, talk about a chip off the old block. She really is, you know. Um, so that was fantastic. So we kind of produced the show with Evolution, who we work with on Vanderpump Rules, and they've been doing Housewives and Vanderpump Dog Rescue. And we just wanted to, I wanted to make a show that was the most gorgeous show mm-hmm. that you would stop, you would press the remote and go, go back, I want to see what that is again. Mm-hmm. And you see Vivica saying, Oh, how are these flowers pressed under this glass? And we did all kind of creative things. And then also she said, the food, this is like the best top 10 I've ever had. So it was really, you know, great that all the guests were so complimentary because we did go above and beyond. But it's also, we wanted to have a very serious laugh. Right. No, and you and I, you definitely did. I mean, was there anything, because you would get them to reveal some intimate details about themselves, yeah. but was there anything that was off limits when it came to discussions, whether with you revealing things about your life or them revealing things about their life, or was everything on the table? How can you ask that? You saw me shook my butt. <laughs> I did. <laughs> or, no. or how did you get them to reveal these intimate details then? Was it just a lot of wine? Or? Well, not everybody, because we did have sober people here as well so Mm. it was about really having a good time and I think because people have been locked up so long they kind of really enjoyed the whole experience Cheryl Hines I mean by her own admission was saying I'm so drunk I mean that was Mm. lunchtime for goodness sake but it was just really about I'm always pretty transparent you know Mm. and, and honest and having been in reality for 11 years now and I love a good time so I think they knew what they were walking into if they knew me they knew I'm gonna have a laugh um 
and they knew that it would probably be very pretty. Maybe mm. Vivica didn't expect to be met by ponies at the door or something. <laughs> but um, it was just it was just a feel good time. It oh, really definitely. was. And I'm really glad we did it because I don't know if we'll do it again. It was a lot of work. Mm. It was a lot of work. But it was a time in our life where. You know, when people say, oh, you're so rich. Yeah, I've got a fabulous house and I had a fabulous life, but nobody gave us anything. We worked for every single thing we had. And to have our livelihood shut down, I mean, I was looking to work to try and keep that going because, you know, when people say, oh, the government's going to help with PPP, for most, if it was enough help, people wouldn't have shut down. 10,000 restaurants have shut down because it was unsustainable to pay insurances and and rents and just everything that goes along with it. Definitely. So we were really being proactive. I started writing a book, mm. which is um, nearly done. I, you're sitting on it. It's in my mm. iPad. <laughs> um, and it's... It, and I did my podcast, and again, you know, very stringent precautions. But I think I, I'm really glad we did this show because it was a very important time for my daughter and my son-in-law. I wish my son had been here, but he, he likes to be out and about. As I said, he was in the mountains with these right. kids. And, um, but it, it was a time in our life which could have been very depressing, mm -hmm. but it was hard work especially the first, you know, few months getting used to just being on your own. But if I had to do it anywhere, I couldn't have had a better house, you know, to do it in, Definitely. even though it was a lot of work maintaining it. I mean, you made it look easy and absolutely beautiful. I mean, you say on the show that Dancing with the Stars was the hardest thing that you've ever done, but it popped into my head. Was that harder than the last season of Housewives for you? <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're right. The last season of Housewives. Well, that's why I probably only got to episode nine. And then there was a cloud of dust behind me. <laughs> right. How did Ken feel about you recently saying that you had an emotional affair with Gleb? I don't think Ken cares what I say. He's been married to me for so long. I think, you know, I, I mean, and that was the the truth, you know, mm -hmm. and I tweeted, dang, it was only an emotional affair uh, because he was absolutely gorgeous. But it wasn't, uh, it, when you talk about emotional affairs, talk about emotional connection, mm -hmm. because when you, uh, Lance was actually the one that told me this. He said, when you do Dancing with the Stars, you're going to become so close to your partner because the physicality as well, which you're not mm -hmm. used to, that whole like um, intense bonding experience. I mean, but also he was scared because it was the first season for him in America. Right. And I didn't, I could barely put my socks on. You know, I remember when Len's going, oh, the jive didn't really take off. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I was 50 something and I was jumping into splits. What do you expect? You know, by the way, I am the only person that's ever danced with Len Goodman on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> we did a dance together. Um, mm. But it was, we were clinging on to each other and, and you see a lot of tears on Dance with Stars. It, it is very strenuous and it's a struggle, but that was an incredible experience. But if I had to do that or Housewives Get in the Yard, I'd do Dance with Stars. Sign me up now. Rather. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that you miss about Housewives or are you just happy to leave the drama in the past? Uh, no, I think it's something I did. People always ask me, would I go back? You can never say never because I always said I'd never do a, a reality show in the first place, but I had so many good experiences that came from that. And I had such good relationship with the production company. <laughs> That's was, you know, Band of Pump Rules was born out of that. But when my brother died, mm -hmm. I 
I, you know, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, yeah, I couldn't survive that and do housewives. Yeah, definitely. I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. And then my mother died a year later. So, and then we lost Chicky in December. So the last three years have been really, you know, um, emotionally challenging. But at, at the time, I did band of pump rules, but then I, I, was, I was looking for happiness. And, you know, I tried not to ever talk about it or them. I've been open about my feelings, but you could write on one hand what I said about them. Mm -hmm. They have continued to talk about me and to put me in flashback, which I understand. Mm -hmm. I have never watched it, but I've been told. But a lot of I've heard a lot of nasty comments come from a couple of people's mouths. Um, you know, keep denigrating me, or um, but I I really don't pay that much attention to it. Of course, you see things on social media. Mm -hmm. I left because I was very, very, very unhappy, mm -hmm. and I don't appreciate you know I didn't appreciate being called a liar because you know there that's just not uh, well you okay you know as a journalist mm -hmm. whenever have I ever come and said I've got a story to sell like mm -hmm. so many others do right. so you know and I've got good friends that journalists that say I'm not going to go there so to accuse me of selling a story when you never get stories come out of my restaurants you know mm -hmm. so it was such an insult to me and it was about my heart, it was about the Vanderpump Dog Foundation, which was something that was born out of complete compassion and my passion project. I just thought I'm done with it. You know, I'm just, I think you heard a hint of that when I said I'm passionate about dogs, just not crazy about bitches the season before, you know, it was like, <laughs> and you, I think you expect loyalty from a friend. Yeah. And I think if a friend, to me, my children are sacred. Many things are sacred in my life. But, um, you know, my animals, my family, my children, when you say, I swear to you, and I'm very much a God-fearing woman, you know, I help with the church with the homeless every week for 14 years until COVID. Right. So for me to say, I swear to you on my children's life, and somebody goes, I don't believe you, in that nanosecond, I knew that's it. That's yeah, it. That that's done. it. And to me, any friend of mine, if they would say, you know, I swear to you on my children's life, I would not ever need to question anything again. That, that's, you know, who I am. And that's what it would mean to me if somebody said that to me. I'd say, well, okay, okay, I get it. You know, so right. I walked out. I, look, I, I'm really asking. I don't want this whole interview to be about oh, no, <laughs> because it was a long time ago, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but, you know, good luck. And if they want to be... Um, negative that's, that's that's their problem it's not mine right no totally i totally I, I totally understand that um but like we said we have you have so many things to look forward to and i know a lot of fans are looking forward to the next season of vanderpump i mean do you have any update on when we can hopefully resume filming again and then you know obviously there's been a lot of chatter about diversity on the show and what can we expect in next season in terms of you know maybe the cast because there have been a lot of shakeups. Well, yeah, there have, but the people that were let go weren't really working for me anyway. Right. Yes. Uh, it, they'd kind of moved on, even though they were still very much part of the camp, you know, because they were all involved. Jax would work sometimes, but, mm -hmm. you know, Stacy and Kristen hadn't worked for me for a couple of years, you know. Um, I have a lot of diverse people working for me anyway. Whether they want to be on the show or not, you know, is up to them. That's always been the way. I mean, there's been a lot of people in the background, diverse people in the background that haven't necessarily wanted to come forward. But, you know, we're always looking for 
great characters. And, you know, my company is like the United Nations, which is what makes it fun, which is what, you know, Hollywood is as well. So, of course, it will reflect that. But, yeah, there will definitely be new characters mm -hmm. um, if it comes back. They haven't announced it yet. But, you know, I need to get my restaurant up and running and, you know, see, see where the storylines go because even though there were a lot of diverse people working for me and you saw, you know, people like Richardson and Jen Bush and a lot of different people coming in and out. This was about a group of six people that had been together for years. So that's how the premise of the show started. But yeah, now it's, you know, it's in the restaurant. Um, there's always a lot of great people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could film there every night. There's stories going on every night because that's what anybody that works in a restaurant in Hollywood mm -hmm. knows that, you know. it's a, And there's a lot of the original cast that are still attached to it. Sure. I mean, were you surprised that Brittany and Jax decided to take a step back? Was I surprised what <laughs> they decided? Well, <laughs> if, if you put it like that, yeah, I would have been really surprised. Okay. <laughs> so it was not up to them to step back then? Well, it hasn't been picked up, right. you know, so far. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, who makes the rules? It's not me. I mean, I, you know, we talked about that whole diversity in that situation. Bravo. They, you know, produce the show, even though I'm an executive producer on it. You know, they make most of the decisions. Yeah. And then lastly, have you talked to Stasi and Lala? I know Lala just had her baby. Have you talked I, to them? <laughs> I haven't. Um, I was going to contact her this morning. She only just had a baby in the early hours of the morning. Right. And I got her number. Between you and me, don't use this to send flowers, her address to send flowers. But everybody was saying to me, have you spoken to Lala? I'm thinking, if I just had a baby, the last thing I'd want is everybody calling me just you know I'd probably speak to Randall this morning but it's only been a few hours I think let mommy and baby just rest a little bit definitely I totally agree with you the last thing you want when you have a new baby is a million people calling and oh god <laughs> yeah. she's actually on overserved she's on overserved so you're gonna see her because I'm very close to them I adore them and how about Stasi? have you spoken to her at all I haven't spoken to her I did reach out to her a couple of times but she never responded after she was let go and that's her choice, you know, mm -hmm. but, um, that's, that's okay. But I know you're doing, um, Pooch Perfect as well. So I don't know if you want to just tell us really quickly a little bit about oh it. Oh my God, Pooch Perfect <laughs> is on the 30th. It is just for me, it was a heavenly job to see all these perfect pooches after being in rescue for so long and seeing dogs that have never been groomed to see these gorgeous dogs with gorgeous coats pampered and it was creative grooming so there was the extraordinary kind of designs and creations but the dogs were just absolutely tip-top condition which is you know something for me that I love to see after being in rescue and seeing so many dogs that have never had you know any kind of grooming ever and have mats and lesions and ticks so yeah that was beautiful I had such a good time doing that show Rebel Wilson's a blast the other judges were great but I wanted to jump over the judge's desk and get my hands on the dog I I, it, it was just exquisite dogs you know this is a show that everybody can watch you can sit down with your young kids and watch it you know how you don't really have many of those shows anymore that everybody's gonna love everybody's gonna love Pooch Perfect I love that I love that and then one more thing we're asking everybody uh, what do you want for Mother's Day when is it it in, was in England yesterday I know it's in England it's in May for us I know <laughs> uh, what do I want for Mother's Day I want my kids both to be here and well, Max is just getting the vaccine, I think, because of restaurant workers. So I, we haven't really had much of that. 
Um, I like cooking, mm. but um, there's nothing I need. I just need our lives to get back to normal and have them around me. And uh, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that we survived because mm. 10,000 restaurants closed down, but most importantly, nearly 600,000 people in this country and so many in the UK. You know, I'm in touch with UK. I still have family there. So, yeah, just to, to get back to normal. But most importantly, just as we're right at the end of it, let's continue to be vigilant and stay safe. Definitely. Cheers to that. Lisa, thank you so much. Congrats on all your new shows and everything that you have going on. I'm so excited for people to see this. It's such a great, uh, great show. It, yeah, it really is a great show. Thank you so much. It's got a lot of uh, feel-good factor about it, and I think we need that right now. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. But if you want more Housewives news, head on over to usmagazine.com, where we've got you covered.